everybody. Michael, introduce yourself to the fine people. Hi, I'm Michael. I like uh, video games. That's why I'm here doing a video game podcast. This is not a dating profile, Michael. We're just, just need to get your voice separated from the rest of us. Gotcha. All right, thank you. Nick, introduce yourself. Tell us about long walks on the beach. Hi, I'm Nick. I like video games too. Okay, cool. We have we all have the same defining ter- characteristic. Yeah. We, we found should a common start ground. a podcast where we talk video games. That's a good idea. We should start a podcast, and people should listen to that podcast where we talk about video games. People should listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> this is really starting off with a very, like, a plea. It's, very need- it's a very needy start off to a podcast. But we are back. Uh, thank you, everybody, for, who uh, listened to the last episode on Dead Space. Nick, man, it's good to have you back. We missed you. Good to be back. Yeah, it's good. You know, me and Michael flying duos, but we needed that trio dynamic to truly get State of the Save off the ground. So, My theory was it was the demon babies that kept you away, which I wouldn't blame you if that were true. Yeah. Those things were easy to kill. Did you uh, Did you play some Dead Space? Just you know, did you? Play yeah, along? I played along. Okay, uh, okay, all right. Like, yeah, didn't want to. F- like, I appreciate you playing along. <laughs> I didn't want to offend you or nothing. Did yeah. you get to the end? No, I didn't. Like, oh, so. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, how far did you get before you were like, okay, I'm done with this? Uh, I got to the end of the assignment of the week that I thought I was going to do. <laughs> and then I got no further. Did you, like, okay, this is a question because me and Michael talked a lot about this. Because, you know, we we played it because we were doing it for the show. But would you have kept playing if you had the time? Or was it a situation where you're like, I've seen enough. I think I'm done. Um. So... Maybe, like, on an infinite timeline, I maybe would have got to the end of this. But, uh, I mean, it. I like this game, and I think it did some things really well. Uh, not to, you know, rehash old discussions or anything. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a weird thing to think back to a time when, you know, a video game came out and it had EA on it, and it didn't just immediately suck ass. <laughs> um, What's that like? But like the, it's been uh, a long time. I mean, it, it did some things well, but then at the same time, I guess what I would say is that like a horror movie is good because there's only so many ways that you can rehash like a, a jump scare. Like you can subvert it like three times and for that to be two hours is kind of like the perfect amount of time for scary. But then for like, you know, how long is this game? Eight, 10 we, hours. We finished it about like somewhere between seven and eight hours. There you go. Eight hours. You know, there's eventually you just kind of have to get on with the show. Um, I, I I feel like yeah. you're you're echoing what we kind of came to the conclusion of was that game would have been great if it would have done a little bit more to vary things up, be a little bit more spicy, be a better, more spicy game is what mm. I'm needing from Dead Space. But we're not here to talk about Dead Space, right? right. Or spicy. Or spicy. Time. We've already we've talked Dead Space <laughs> to death. Go back, listen to the Dead Space episodes if you guys didn't listen to them already. But um. We're here to talk about another game, a different game. But before we do that, let's go around the horn real quick. Michael. Yes. What have you been doing? What have you been playing? What have you been doing? 
Uh, most of my game time besides this has been dedicated to two games. Uh, we're nearing the end of this console generation, and one game I've been playing all year that I'm nearing the end on is Yakuza 0. Mm. That game is incredibly long, very, very long, and there's so much to do, so many side quests, and I am finally nearing the end of that game. I see where it's going, and man, that story is great, but... These last few chapters for have mostly been a slog. It's mostly, it grinds to a halt and reaches the point where we're talking about real estate for like 15 minute <laughs> cutscenes. And I'm like, this is, okay, can we can we do another motorcycle samurai duel in the sewers? No, Because that Michael, was cool. We gotta talk about rising house prices in the Tokyo district. I mean, okay? you're not wrong. That's basically. Like, you didn't sign Kamara- up. There's a mini game where you can do Kamarocho real estate. No, okay. So that's what I signed up for. <laughs> and apparently, for. if you do that, you can buy a lot of the combo, the combat upgrades a lot faster. You know, like in real life. Basically. Buy if you're a house? Good at, if get... you're good at real estate, you can uh, throw a dude through a wall. That's just how life works. I, I have a friend it's... of mine who just got a real estate license. She's been jump kicking people left and right. It's very, very dangerous. It's a great game that's mostly divided into two separate storylines, and the storylines are about to converge because I'm near the end of the game. I kind of wish they converged sooner because I love the main characters and want them to meet faster. They still have not met. 15 chapters into the 17 chapters games, they haven't crossed paths. And... The two main characters, Kiru, who is the main character of this entire series, is a lot... He's very stoic. He's, like, mostly reacts to the world around him, but he's still a great character. Like, he has some really good dialogue lines, and so when the absurdity stuff does happen, like, he's mostly plays straight man to it. Like, a girl literally uh, with, like, a biker jacket and everything takes down, like, ten guys, and the thing he says is, that's rad. (laughs) So he... Right away, that's like Kiru's personality. He loves the world around him. But the second character, Goro Majima, is the... I'm getting too deep in Yakuza 0, but he is has the best character introduction I've ever seen in a video game. Like, right away, you're like, I love this dude. I want to know all about this dude. He has an eye patch, and he's running this, like, cabaret bar. Sold. He's yeah, fantastic. He's got an eye patch. <laughs> I think the new Yakuza might be my first introduction into the world of Yakuza. It's, from what I'm told, it's the best introduction into it. And it's a great game, but man, these some of these cutscenes near the end need to hurry up. Because I'm near the end, and I'm like, pick up the pace a little bit. We're still talking real estate 25 hours into this game. You don't want to talk real estate? I thought that's what this podcast was about, was real estate. Oh, well, I'm... I'm going home. I'm signing off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, Yeah. Um, but, yeah... Ultimately, I highly recommend it. It's on Game Pass, so it's definitely worth a look. It's the absurd moments are what keep me coming back and wanting to see the end of that game. Uh, that, uh, like I said, I'm gonna play the new Yakuza. That's gonna be my introduction to the world of Yakuza because I haven't played one before, mm-hmm. and I think that's gonna be my my big kind of like, uh, let's see what this is about. Well, it's like, about like a dragon. Like a dragon also comes out next week, which is a brand new protagonist. He doesn't have a seven game story arc. So. That's what I'm saying. That's gonna be my introduction. Not <laughs> oh, this, like a dragon. Yeah, okay. like a dragon. That's the gonna, new. The new the, oh, okay, when I gotcha. say the new one, I mean that one. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be my like, hey, tell me about Yakuza and tell me if it's good. Um, Nick, what you been playing? You been messing around with anything? I've been playing a whole lot of Genshin Impact. Oh, man. Yeah, I blindsided you guys because I know you don't want to talk about it, but now we have to in a public forum. <laughs> Damn. This is, that game's know. good. 
Is that anime Breath of the Wild? It's better than Breath of the Wild. Uh, yes. Mm, Somewhere. Yes. In, mm. uh, the people are loading guns on us, Nick. <laughs> That's fine. Justify it quick. Hold on. I'm, I'm, the opinions of I'm Nick. Getting... <laughs> the opinions of Nick are not the opinions of State of the Save. Please, please do not hurt me. This is not an endorsement of Genshin Impact. None of us have. <laughs> it's similar to Breath in the Wild in the fact that they both share a stamina bar and you can climb on things. Okay. <laughs> but the, you know, the actual crux of this game is, it's just good stuff, man. Like, there's, uh, now I feel like I have to, I'm on trial. Yes, you are. <laughs> there's, it's like Breath of the Wild, but with elements and your weapons don't break. Well, that's a win. Like there any you go. game that has breaking weapons is a terrible game. But and if the weapon breaks on a dude, you get double damage. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but matter. then you have to whip out another I'll weapon. De- I'll defend the weapon system. No, no. In like, of the Wild. Like I love that game. No. I understand why people hate it, but this is not. I don't hate this game. I don't hate Breath of the Wild. It's a fine <laughs> game. I'm just saying, what if there was a Breath of the Wild where you could. You know, not have to switch your weapons, and you can upgrade your people and feed your swords into other swords. Okay, make, now I'm listening. And make your swords stronger. Okay. And then whenever you upgrade your sword a million times, you can still get all the experience from that sword when you feed it to another sword. So, so does the sword literally eat the sword? Like, is well, there an no, animation for that? Oh, there's not an animation, but so it's zero called, out of ten. Uh, uh, zero out of ten. And then no, there's is it called eating swords or is it like in Destiny where like that's you're what like, it is? Yeah. Oh, uh. It's so this game is more like destiny than it is breath of the wild you're not selling me on this game at all (laughs) in the gameplay loop where it's like really fun and like you watch the numbers go up and you do your thing yes come on michael okay just just take this leap higher take yes the numbers get higher you uh i don't know man is there a double jump okay let's pause there is a glider like Breath of the Wild. Ooh, okay. Now let's yeah. pause for a second. How many numbers are there? I love numbers There's going so high. Many numbers. See, okay. that's too many numbers. <laughs> no, 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 Michael. I'm talking to you now. Okay. You, you see know, me? I'm still here. <laughs> you can't just like kick off one thought of the podcast. Okay, <sighs> Michael. <laughs> what What's this thing on? Like it's, it's on your it's phone. On, it's on phones. Does it's it run your... well on an iPhone? Yes. What? The touch. It's still touch controls, so it's still gonna suck a little bit. <laughs> but. You can play it on your PC, you can play it on your phone, and when you play on your PC and your phone, you like literally can walk up to a spot, get off your PC, gives you your phone, and it's right there. You're in the exact same spot, there's no latency, there's no like, we're kicking you out of this world to put you into like a common hub. Okay. It's that close with its cross save. You can play it on PS4, but you don't get any of that. (laughs) (laughs) How good is the armor loot? How what? How good is the armor loot? The Does armor the armor look loot. cool? No. Come on. So that's that's uh, the only okay. thing. No, you lost me. Look, come on, you man. You lost me. <laughs> I, need, I need the armor to look cool. I'm sure they'll get there. Listen, uh, Okay, then I'll play it when they get there. There's different characters. So I want there's to, no armor that I, you put on your character. I want just to put on a cool suit of armor, play the game for 10 more minutes, get a better suit of armor that looks slightly cooler, put that on, and keep doing this dance, and then getting attached to one armor that I get sad when I can't upgrade anymore. Okay, so what if armor. that one armor was just a whole person? Listeners, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, sorry. Whatever, man. I, it's I, fun. I, I'm... If the cosmetics aren't good, the numbers can get as high as they want to. I want to look cool and change my look every ten minutes. If you like fun, <laughs> check out Genshin Impact. That's oh, my only recommendation. I will give it. I will check it out at some point. It's worth at some it's, point. I will check this game out. There's worse things you can do on your phone. Well, yeah, there's better things you can do on your phone too. Yeah, but then when you're done with that, you can play Genshin Impact. <laughs> yeah, that only lasts about ten minutes. So. Yeah. I mean, okay. you know, um, 
Okay, listeners, I'm sorry for that. Uh, now that we're back to some semblance of reality, um, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about the game that we all played. Uh, Grim Fandango. Cast your mind back. Cast your mind back to the year 1998. We were all happy, go lucky, the world was bright and sunny, and adventure games actually were a thing. Grim Fandango. This thing has been fascinating to play. I love a lot of things about this game. If you are a listener playing along with us who are not using the guide that Michael mentioned in the last episode, the Euro Game or Guide. You got nothing to prove. You got nothing to prove. Give in. If you are do <laughs> if you have successfully completed years one and two without the guide. How? I need to interview you. You need to be on this podcast. I will partially kick somebody off this podcast to interview you. I promise. It'll probably be the people talking about freaking <laughs> Breath of the Wild killers over here for the past five <laughs> minutes. But, you know, I don't know how you play this game without the God. Like, some of these things are such massive leaps in logic. At least there's no item combining. Oh yeah, if it was item combining, there's no chance I mean, in the world I would do this. What about item combining of getting a mouthpiece and then putting stuff in the mouthpiece? Okay, yeah. that's okay. Fine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Have, All right. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's a fair point. Let's go ahead and start by just talking about adventure games in general. Um, Michael, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. You're our video game historian here. How many kind that's of? <laughs> but, no, of the three of us, so you're the guy who knows the most about these things, and you've got the most experience in like wide variety of video uh-huh. games. Have you played a lot of these kind of adventure games? Is this something the, that you... The closest thing I played to this game around this time was... There was a Casper, the friendly ghost adventure <laughs> game. That was a sequel to the movie. Okay. Where you uh, have to... This is not to, how I thought this was going Where you go. have to find pictures of Casper's like uh, relatives that are stuck in the house. And you take a picture of them and then they their souls get freed or something. I don't know. I haven't played it since I was like five years old. That's not how cameras work. <laughs> it's a ghost camera. The it's pictures. Camera. Have you steal not played Fatal Frame? I haven't either, but I think that's the point. Fatal Frame, too. you take photos of ghosts to defend yourself. I mean, you like yeah. capture their souls in the photos. Exactly. That's what I just said. The camera steals your soul, not freeze it. According to the Amish, no, this is why I never true. let anybody take pictures of me. Yeah, Nick has never had a photo <laughs> taken of him in his entire life. And yeah, around that time, I never beat that game. And then I tried to play. I haven't beat the Back to the Future game of Telltale because Telltale was kind of the adventure game renaissance. Like, they brought back Sam and Max. They were kind of the... Before The Walking Dead changed the way they do stuff, they were making this type of game. Like, find the puzzle pieces to unlock the rest of the story types of games. Were they doing it better than LucasArts was? Hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go ahead. Nick. Tell me your feelings on this game. Talk about talk about like not the story, not the characters, because we'll get into that. But tell me your feelings on the vibe of this puzzle mechanics of this game. Uh, I mean, I it's, I feel like puzzle is kind of a stretch. Like you're kind of grasping for something because none of this is puzzles. But I don't feel puzzled by this. I feel annoyed. <laughs> okay, like okay, I'm gonna call everyone out on this, and this is calling myself out also. Is there been any puzzles? That you have solved without the guide. I mean, what do you consider a puzzle? Uh, like, I guess, like a combination of an I like okay, like 
Did you when successfully... I got the uh, book, I knew immediately that I had to go and talk to the Bee Rebellion people, the yeah. Viva Revolution. That was the one pu- puzzle piece that like kicked into my head. Because I guess when I think puzzles, I think like you, the puzzles kind of bore down to combining items in the right places. But I also learned because I made a mistake. You cannot do certain puzzles, even if you have the right solution, mm-hmm. if you're doing them out of order. Yeah. So, like, I screwed up at one point and was trying to... I figured out something on my own how to do it, but I did not have the uh, the complete order of the events, and it would not let me complete the puzzle. So it's a lot of times it's like combining items in the right order is the way these puzzles kind of work. There was a point where I started using the guide as the checklist, and that was the point where I had to look up the using the deck of cards on the hole punch. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is where yeah. we're at. It's all a right. logical step, obviously. <laughs> it's it's a game that, like, okay, let's jump into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll introduce to our main character, Manny, and Manny is a Grim Reaper <laughs> who is kind of like a travel agent. And I tell you right now, I love that whole concept. Manny is great. I love Manny. The, mm. the, oh, come on. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Manny is great. I don't know. Jump across this table. I, lo- I love the characters in this game. Every character I'm not saying I don't love so the characters, distinct. but Manny of all the characters seems like kind of like the most shallow. I... I, I, I I'm generally irritable about that. Like, I feel like Celso is a better character than Manny. With you. Man, yeah, he's a fine character. What is, but what I is love Manny's Man. motivation? Manny's he's seeking redemption. Man. He wants to seek redemption. He doesn't care about his job. He screwed up on his job, and he's trying to redeem this he, woman. He's because so the woman, sure, but like also, she's gonna get there. Everybody gets there. Yeah, but it's like four. No, not no. everybody gets there. People can die in this death. The be the whole trail of beavers with skeletons were the people who got killed by the beavers trying to cross the land of the dead on foot. I guess that's true. That's but, why they need the travel agent. But she didn't make it past. Because she had the shady travel agent that was with them. With them. Yeah. Seems like it's taken care of. You know It's an early day for Manny today. <laughs> so what, Manny's supposed to go back to the agency and just keep helping? Like, No, I think it's, it's like explicitly against... stated that Manny should never go back there. But like this is a it's it's a redemption story for Manny. He messed up. He didn't give this lady the afterlife he she should have got. This I have a feeling that at the end of this story, uh, Manny will have redeemed himself by chasing after this girl and trying to save her. That his sins on earth will be atoned for, and he can complete his journey to the land of the to the final resting place, the Night Thunder World, which is okay. never really told what like. Because this underworld doesn't... Like, parts of this underworld seem okay. Like, they this got, not like they got parades. You can just live in Casablanca. That's what people do. People just... They don't want to go to the Night Underworld. That's why there's a city there. People have camped out. They just, they like, just live there. And they ha- they made an economy and money. And just... They basically made life on Earth in the Eighth Underworld going, We don't want to rest. We're okay right here. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't really blame these people. It I seems mean, like they got a pretty nice life. I mean, there's basically... The second act of this game is just Casablanca. So people have just made Casablanca in this eighth underworld, and it seems all right, except for when you near the end of the chapter, when all things go to hell, when you have to get out of there. Yeah, you don't really have a choice whether you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, <laughs> just kind of do some groundwork here. You know, Manny and the agency 
he's kind of the the bottom of the barrel when it comes to agents. He kind of gets the worst clients. The way things kind of work and the way I kind of understand things work is that the better life you live on Earth, the better, the quicker you get to the night. So, uh, level of hell or you, like nine level of the alpha life. you can atone those points that you accumulate on earth into like better packages ways of travel yeah. your travel package is better because you can either take a plane or take a train or whatever you don't have to do as many transfers if you're a good person and the yeah. first guy we run into uh immediately like it sets the stage he gets a he gets a cane with a, a compass, compass on it, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like yo man good luck you get the economy package He's like, the Excelsior is the one that yeah. cuts the cane. And that's, <laughs> sure. that's the point where you know immediately what this game is. The humor of this game, the style this game's going to take. And it's just, I was all in from this point Okay, forward. Like, yes. Uh, Nick, I know you got maybe, you're not super on the Manny train like I am. <laughs> but how does everyone feel about the humor of this game? Do pe- I mean, I think the humor lands pretty good. Um, it's some data. There's some dated references and things like that, but it lands pretty solid. It's a Tim Schafer game from 1998, so that's to that's yeah, to be expected. I mean, yeah, yeah everything I enjoyed, I thought was pretty. You know, I, there's some pretty and there's some good like heartfelt stuff. Like I wouldn't say it's like heart pulling your heartstrings, but like some like kind of feel good moments. There's a heart to this game, like it knows what it is but it also knows when to take a step back and to be like have some serious moments yeah i mean and there's even little kind of serious moments like um when you get to the uh the uh the rubicabra yeah yeah rubicabra and there's the guy who you had given the walking stick to who's walking in the dino there and he's basically like oh yeah my wife I found out died not long after me, <laughs> and clearly she's coming this way, and clearly she'd be waiting for me, so I'm just going to wait here and wait till she gets here for her, and then you have to like prove to the guy that, yeah, man, she was with another guy, she's already way down the road, I'm, I hate to break it to you, but while you were sitting here toiling your days away in the dino for almost a year, she headed on down the path without you with another dude. And like, but it's done in like a not like a like a super serious heavy, like Manny doesn't change his voice to like I'm sorry to tell you, my friend. But it's like you know, just like, hey man, eh, kind of sucks. Like you, but it's not you know, it's got some heart to it, a little bit of levity here mm. and there. Um, but it never gets too far away from like a straight up humor game, I guess. It, yeah, it. This game never loses it. When it makes the emotional, the slight emotional shifts, it doesn't feel immediately out of left field. It feels in line with the game. This keeps a very consistent tone and style throughout, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, the first kind of section of the game is... Well, kind of, one of the weird thing about this game on the uh, console, and I don't know how this plays on PC, but like, there's no like intro menu. Like the game starts, it just goes right in. Yeah, it goes straight into the game. Like I thought it was like the opening cutscene for like the like the idle anima- animation or something. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, goes straight to the cutscene, straight to the beginning of the game. The main menu you want is basically when you hit start. It's yeah, it's the pause the screen. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind screen. of a, it's kind of a weird way. Like there's just no like start menu or anything. I mean, it's kind of nice. Like you get into the game quick, but um, 
the whole intro game, you know, part of the game when you're kind of introduced to the cast of characters at the agency. Uh, you know, Manny's got his classic rival. He's got his snappy secretary, his jerk boss. Um, we get to meet his kind of what's going to be his sidekick throughout this entire experience. Gladys. <laughs> Uh, who walks down there in the um, he walks in the uh, the garage? It gives a good sense of uh, world building in this first chapter without going like over explaining. I mean, you get a little bit of that when you're talking to Eva whenever Manny's playing dumb, going, "Why am I here? Why do I have to work off my time?" But that's with a rule like this that's given. But in the case of Gladys, like he, it's all natural when he tells you, "Yes, I'm just a demon who was made with one purpose." Yeah. To drive and to do basic uh, maintenance repairs on vehicles. Yeah, time and <laughs> belts, rotate the tires. Um, I think it's kind of cool the whole like the way they play around with death in this game, where like you know you leave you can't leave the parking garage without a vehicle because that's like traveling to the uh, the living ward. And when you go to the living ward, it's like a Picasso painting. That's or, so trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> Also, if you look at somebody, like they freak out, like the painting changes, and he's like, "Oh yeah, they see the faces of death." <laughs> like he says, "It's the fear of death that makes monsters of us all." So it's implied that, like, that's the way they look to dead people because they're just afraid of death. Well, also, I think it's funny. Like Manny's usually just walking around in a suit, but when he goes to go like do his job, he puts on the grim reaper outfit. He, he's a man. He's he obviously has that entrepreneurial spirit. So I, he he's very much like he would be the guy making like local tv as as a thief dressed like the grim reaper going i'm here to get a travel package for you i just watched beetlejuice recently okay. and that reminds me of the uh bit where he's like doing a local tv ad and everything so i could see manny trying to do one of those he's he's trying to sell people yeah i <laughs> like that he's also like he's not a bad salesman but you can tell that he's kind of walking with uh the deck stacked against him mm-hmm. so like you learn very quickly that when he runs into, um, shoot, what's the name of the lady? Uh, it just left my head. Uh, uh, Meche. 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 Or Mercedes. Uh, when he runs into her, you know, the reason why he didn't know that she had, like, the Class A, you know, golden ticket to the train to the ninth level mm-hmm. was because it was, like, the system kind of hid it from him. Like, you kind of get these vibes that clearly there's this, like, deep under belly stuff going on at the agency and he's just kind of a victim of it like he's not aware of any of that stuff he's just trying to do his job and can't quite figure out why he's not getting decent clients he he's it doesn't stop him from like trying his uh best though no no like he's many has a he's optimistic like that's his i would say his defined character trait like in the second part he he always tells people today's the day you gotta tell me today's the day so he has that like he's he despite the fact that he's living in the worst circumstances having to work off his debt with the deck stack against him he always has that like well i'm gonna get out of here eventually i'm gonna work on my time he's yeah he's he never loses that <laughs> it also like shows later on that like given any other circumstance he will succeed yeah mm-hmm. that's a good point because it's like you when you first see him he's like the bottom of the bear now he wasn't always like that because you learned that there was a point in which he was like he had the nicer office he had domino's, domino's office, office. Yeah. he had domino's office he was he was up in the ward so it's like something's happened behind the scenes and manny not being a guy who seems super concerned with like 
the shady like he's not like a guy who's like i gotta be the number one guy guy he's just kind of like there to do his job and try to get through this he is aware that something's going on but he's not like actively like they're against me i know it he's not paranoid he's just kind of man this sucks i ain't getting any decent clients why does everyone else get the better clients you know even the bit where uh what's this guy's name uh the the guy he rescues at the poisoning like he pulls yeah, out yeah. He, he looks such a bad life supposedly where he, he has to be shipped in his container yeah, he, and then he's like oh this is the best i could do but hey i got you a free mug yeah i, I looked for that mug the uh yeah today is the first day of the, of the end, end of, of your life, life. Yeah, <laughs> i looked for that on etsy the best i could find was the font facing like the opposite side of the handle for the mug i'm like that's not where you want the image no. you, want it, <laughs> you don't want it facing to you either you want it facing away you want people to see what like that would be a good t-shirt design i like the idea of that as a t-shirt design with a little bit of the deus de Motus, uh like uh, scars are on it uh-huh. like, that would be a fun design. there's a lot of grim fandango themed mugs surprisingly but none that have that particular mug on it um there's a youtube channel that does like a youtube like series called Pogatoni which is this exact same concept. It's a guy who walks in purgatory, and when you die, you go to this, like, cubicles, kind of, like, forever office building, and he design- He has to send you to whether you go to hell or heaven. So it's 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 more recent than this game, so it's obviously not, like, an influence or anything, but it's just something I thought about when I was playing this game. The good place feels a little bit similar to, like, the afterlife as a business. And even, yeah, like, yeah. there is the purgatory that's literally just offices. Yeah, and even like, their assistants are just the most boring, bland people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like that he has a... Um, so, you know, throughout this whole first part of the chapter, is there anything that really steps out before we meet Mercedes? kind of as we're going about the day of it, a life of manny it's something very small but it was probably the moment where i laughed the hardest in this game when you do save the guy who would eventually be shipped in the uh coffin when manny opens up the cocoon he's in he literally just looks at manny and goes nice bathrobe <laughs> for some reason <laughs> that just cracks me up just the way he just looks at him and just says that well i think also my favorite thing is he's got his like foldable scythe so it's like you flips it out like he assembles it like five different pieces and so it's very non-threatening if you think about it and he's like, like standing on stilts yeah he's on still he's on stilts inside his robe that makes him look taller um yeah i really like the theatrical side of it they like dresses up when he goes to do his death stuff um and i like the fact that that's like the uniform so like because you see um domino domino yeah. in the uniform like when he was when you pass him by in the hot rod that's, he's that's like, a great in, moment too he's in the uniform too so like when you go to the human ward to pick up somebody or the living ward mm-hmm. you just have to dress in the uniform but um i really enjoyed this whole kind of intro sequence uh puzzles aside like i said there's some interesting puzzles there's a lot of uh it's a lot of just combining things to get I like that the boss has a pre-recorded message that you have to change <laughs> yeah. to get to to go into the door or to get her to get her to sign the paper for you, the work order, so that uh, Gladys can modify the car. And the way he modifies the car is glorious. Turns it into like this hot rod with flames. <laughs> I like the uh, so the act. Uh, a lot of the models in this game don't look bad. 
that, uh, that's the, the work they mainly did for the remastered version. You can hit the select yeah. button and look at the models from 1998, and even those look mostly fine. Like, Glottis and, like, the Elementors mm-hmm. look kind of rough. And, like, the bee guys, um, they look kind of rough. But, like, anybody who is a skeleton looks pretty decent, even mm-hmm. in the original. Like, that art style is pretty strong, and you can tell that it kind of holds up. And even, like, the matte painting backgrounds still look... Look pretty Still good. good. Yeah. That's so strange to me. That's the only thing I didn't really get. That like this, everybody like praises the style of this game, but it, like if you like flip back to the old one, it's like raster images on like like twenty year old you know raster images on like the most cutting edge like computer generated backgrounds. It's just like what? I wonder if it's because the visual style, especially with the people, is what people really stick to. Because that's what I stick to. Mm. Like um, I stick to the entire Rubicon. When I think of this game, I think of the entire Rubicabra stuff, like that nineteen forties as Casablanca vibe of the like the noir style of this game. I really like. But like I said, I think that comes down to like the the individual models of the characters, like which I, I, I like. Gotcha. I like them, mm-hmm. but I do agree that sometimes like the environments are not as striking as they just don't. It just seems perceive. like you know different. They're going for different things, like the different genres or styles that they're trying to put these two like the background of the characters with i don't know sometimes and like i wonder if that's just technical i'm know, sure it is i mean it's an old game but yeah I, I like i said one of the things i really enjoy in this whole first section is that it's a pretty big you learn the space pretty well um you know once you kind of go and you retrieve mercedes who was somebody you weren't supposed to get your hands on like you were supposed to not get there in time to get her um and you know it's this thing like, like she's like this perfect client she's got like a perfect record you know never did anything wrong never stole no like that i love the sequence in which uh manny's going down the line and he's like you ever like kick a puppy no love animals <laughs> ever steal from your boss no never had a job the dog not pay your taxes <laughs> oh i never made enough money to make <laughs> never <had a> tax. <laughs> did never... you ever shoplift no the dog followed me out of the store yeah. i was like <laughs> And it's like she's this perfect person and then when he checks the computer it's like yeah she's got nothing i, I love the bit where he's like ever do a bit of killing even a teensy bit of killing <laughs> just, just <laughs> just a teensy, teensy bit, bit. Um, i can start being bad now if that'll help <laughs> yeah it's like stop being so helpful um, but uh and you know you send her on her way on this perilous journey because manny's just kind of like that's what the computer tells you me. don't well, send yeah, her away like you try yeah. to help you try to like go and see what's wrong and then she just leaves going okay i guess there's nothing for me so she yeah walks out because obviously they're the main antagonist of this game is pretty much the guy controlling domino so like the shady figure the, in the, the shady shadows. figure but domino's like the darth vader i guess he's the guy who like he's the muscle wanting to get like stuff done so i think he's the guy you have to face first before you talk Domino's the guys you're going to know you're going up against. Mm-hmm. The shady guy in the silhouette is the guy we're going to find out. He represents the system, man. The system. The system bringing you down. Bringing we'll us get into down. that when we discuss the uh, revolution. Viva because the revolution. They, they talk, because the, when you talk to do the complete dialogue tree of the revolution people, they tell you basically what's go, the power shift happening in the land of the dead. Yeah. and uh, Which is right here because you know once Mercedes goes on the trip without any help Mm -hmm. basically your punishment is they lock you in the garage like office um and 
it's kind of weird that they like lock you in there. It doesn't tell you like what they're doing with you. They're gonna sprout you. They're they're gonna, oh, they're gonna shoot you. Yeah, they're, they're, that's what they said. They left many in the the uh, room, so that way, uh, I have his name somewhere. Is it? Uh, is his name Hector? Hector yeah. is the main villain of this game. So they were going to go and bring you to the office. They were waiting for Hector to get there to shoot you. Oh, okay. Which, how you die in this game, like, guns don't shoot you with bullets. They shoot you with, like, a bullet that makes you grow flowers. Which is very much in the art style of, like, the celebration. Because mm-hmm. you see a lot of, like, in the art of the Day of the Dead, a lot of, with like, the skeletons and the bones having flowers growing out of them and are, are decorated in, like, floral patterns. It fits, like, the mausoleum area, too, in there where, like, you see... So, basically, you're living another life as a plant is how yeah. you die in this world, which is kind of terrifying. Oh, yeah, it's, the fact that you can die in death. It, it's, that's, that's not a good thing. No, I don't like that at all. Like, a final... <laughs> the idea of a final death is more terrifying than actual death. Well, it's itself. like an ultimate. It's like, it's, like a, an, it's like an atheist version of death, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like this is an afterlife, and that is a non-existence. So, it's, like, weird that both of them exist, like, side by side to each other. Um, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Um... You know, and this is where, just by knocking on the door repeatedly, talking to the people, <laughs> um, you are introduced to Salvador, who is leading the revolution. And Salvador is going to be your kind of uh, way out of this. He is lead- He's aware that something is down at the, uh, the Department of Death, and he is going to try to get evidence so he can kind of overthrow the powers that be. The Lost Souls Alliance is what they call themselves. Yeah, and he's clearly a like an analog for like a communist revolutionary. <laughs> he's like Fedor Castro in Cuba during the 1950s and 60s. And Eva, the secretary, is uh, part Walking, of that. Yeah. She's a spy for them, so kind of giving him the goings on. Uh, and then many has a good line. Uh, that's the last time we use that temp agency. <laughs> yeah. He's got some good lines, man. I, that goes... love, I love Manny. It's also funny that when you go back, you can all, just ask her for messages again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still my secretary, right? Yeah. My favorite thing is, like, Manny, like, they do the dialogue tree stuff, like, in, like, any RPG or something where you can just, like, ask people a bunch of topics over and over. If you want mm. easy achievements, just... Talk, do all of those dialogue yeah, options and most options. of the time you'll like get they're it. fun man they're, they're really fun like they're good conversations like I never feel like I'm cheated by doing them like I, no, I, they're, I I would say make sure you do the conversations I I purposely like take a break from the story just so I can just go around and talk to people before I did anything in the second chapter I walked around a bit and did some conversations before I was like okay now what do I need to be doing yeah <laughs> I never talked to Glottis you never talked I hate him you what? hate Gladys? Gladys is the Who worst. do you like in this in this game? Uh, Ava's cool. Ava's pretty cool. That dude in the green suit, Charlie, he's cool. Charlie's cool. <laughs> Charlie's um, kind of cool. The pirate dude that pulls you out of the water every year. Oh, yeah. He's, he's cool. <laughs> he's pretty cool. Um, Valesco is his name. Um, yep, who's pretty much all Who's the, the coat check girl? Who's the coat check girl? Oh, she's cool. Lu- Lupa. 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 Lupe. Yeah. Lupe cool. is really cool. And there's Lola, who is the, like, uh, investigative journalist side. Well, she's there. also, like, the, the woman that you use to bring down. Uh, uh, she ver- she's very much in line. Like, she's the person who has, like, the... Cons- the 
well, she, the blackmail information yeah. to like tip that whole conspiracy of that particular place down. There's a lot of like deep state, like there's a lot of references to communism and references to like shady uh, a deep throat reference there, yeah, deep throat <laughs> and stuff like that. Like this is definitely playing off of those tropes, but um, when you know when Manny joins the revolution, basically just to help him get out of town. Uh, one thing you find out also is that Gladys has been kicked out of his job. Oh, no, 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 no. Before that, when you are... The revolution helps you get out of town, basically. And you're going to begin the journey to chase down Mercedes. Um, so you're basically going to have to do, you know, the same... You're, you're going to try to go catch her as she begins her walking journey to the ninth level of the afterlife. And then it's... When you exhaust all the options here, they tell you that... The, either the company or someone particular is stealing tickets from the number nine from the good people and selling them to the wealthy so they can basically buy their way in the wealthy can buy their way into heaven yeah which yeah. is they're taking it from the good people of who live decent lives on earth and that's why and they're pinning they're pinning that stuff on like some lower level agents like manny and everything just to let it slip on by and stuff. Yeah, it's like a it's just, that's the scheme, right? Like the good people get the. But they do let good people in. Like Domino says, he brought back a nun <laughs> from well, the poisoning. It, so like, I guess that like you can't not let everybody buy their get, way. Like because then you it would be very obvious. Like people would figure it out. Like none of these good people are getting to go on the number nine. But if it's like Manny's a screw up. That's why his people don't get to go to the right places. Like they're using Manny as like a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Manny's just a screw up. That's why he, you know, his portion didn't go. Like they would have shot Manny, and no one would have ever known that Mercedes was like walking her way to the ninth level, and she would have probably died and, on the way there. Mm-hmm. And he, and uh, no one would. It's implied no one misses him because he is the only one at work who is not going home for the land of the dead because he says he has no one to go back to. Also, um, important thing to realize is that uh, Manny does not know why he's here. Uh, everyone else knows that they did stuff to prevent them from continuing on in their journey. Manny will talk about multiple times in this section that he doesn't know why he's here. Well, we don't know. He much. just assumes that he maybe he did some stuff, he bad stuff, but he really doesn't know. So my theory is, and this is just an Eric um, Eric theory, but uh, I think that um, that he probably his ticket probably got stolen mm. Mm. and so manny probably shouldn't be here but that's manny, a good theory like, <laughs> my theory is that manny's one of the tickets that got stolen and that's why he doesn't know like i feel like because um domino um he says like he asked him like what did you do and he knows why he's there and he's like well, i did a lot of I... stuff Manny don't. Yeah. Manny does not know why he... And uh, same thing with uh, the secretary. You can ask her why she's there, and she says, like, well, we've all had our lives. Like, she's aware of some stuff she did mm-hmm. to keep her from being able to move on. Manny isn't, which we would explain if Manny genuinely didn't do anything wrong and he got screwed over. Plus, it's going to be good motivation for him if he finds out, you know... Oh crap! You screwed me over too. Mm. Not just all these good people. Like I was tolling away for years. That'll be a good realization. But I also like the idea that Manny helping um, Meche is what will atone for the sins he made in the past. Maybe yeah. we'll find out later what happened in Manny's Man. past. Maybe he just doesn't want to talk about it. The only person so far whose past we know 
Really? As we know a bit about Meche and the good stuff she did, but Carla flat out gives you her whole backstory about her fig farm whenever yeah. you're trying to get the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, freaking, yeah. <laughs> that whole tease there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as we're doing the journey out, we go to the uh, Petrified Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, in that whole area. That's where you see Gladys fired and he's so upset. <laughs> and, you know, we get the vehicle that controls terribly. That freaking... You, you don't like tank controls? That's not even tank controls. That's just, like, Ford isn't Ford. And back is not back. Like, I don't know who thought that was a damn good idea, but that portion was wrong. You know how to drive, bro. I know how to drive? That's your, forward is forward, back is back, there's, right is right, left an, is left. There's an achievement for playing this game entirely in the original tank controls, too. Why would you do that? Because you gotta get them G's, bro. I don't need those G's that much. <laughs> I got sanity I the, to hold on to. I think the achievement said, the achievement says, Tim Schafer made us do this, was the name <laughs> of the achievement. <laughs> that's, that's a good name of achievement. That's a great achievement. Um... The whole kind of journey there, there's some fun little puzzles, but once again, it's like... This is the weakest part of the... It's boring. Yeah, it's not I was just like, going on. this is where I would have just bounced off. Like, that, yeah. the thing with Glottis when he climbs on the thing, that was terrible. The sign thing, that was really annoying. It's just like, every time, the answer to this, like, every puzzle, quote-unquote, oh, yeah. is just like, if this seems like you're doing something wrong, you totally are, and all this stuff is here for nothing. It's, it's that glot that Glottis puzzle was bad. The wheelbarrow so like, one because it's, you just had it's to a guessing keep resetting game. it too. Like you had to keep resetting the thing. Like if it was just like, uh, just flip this back on whenever you want me to get down, it'd be different. But it's just like, hey, I'm gonna jump down in ten seconds, and you can't walk over for seven of those seconds. So it's very have fun with this repeated like you know voice lines. Uh, this game is uh, at its best when you're dealing with characters. Yes. This is a section where you're only dealing with Gladys, so therefore it's not very interesting. You're, it's all mechanics. It's yeah. all puzzles. It's it's not it's not very interesting. The bit and where the, you have to this I I don't know how you could do this with a guy because you have to grab that tiny little sign that you can barely see on your like uh, the overhead map, and then you have to take it all the way back to where the um, the useless trees are. The useless trees are. Set it down, and it'll point you to where you find a secret passageway. But the thing is, like, okay, in that section, it com- it's confusing as anything. Because you do it once to tell you which direction to go, right? Mm-hmm. Then you do it again to tell you where the secret passage is. But in that route, that like that area, there is, like, six tunnels. Right. That if you go into those tunnels, you come out another tunnel. I thought that I had to follow the arrow towards the right tunnel. It's a red herring. That's all it is. But it's not even a good red herring. It's just it's not. frustrating. And we're all on the same page that this part sucked. Yes. This part sucked. This, like, this I, is bad. I, also, like, from a purely like autistic point of view, it's the most boring section because you're just in like fantasy woods. Why do I have to solve the beaver puzzle three times? Why can't I just do that once? Why can't I just spray one beaver with them and they all go away there's three beavers there is but why (laughs) i really touche (laughs) touche that's good um i really like this game but man this petrified forest section is not fun at all i'm with nick i think i would have if i would have probably jumped off which is a shame because i really enjoyed the rest of this chapter two is so good um (laughs) when you get to rubicaba yeah but Um, there is a bit i want to say uh a line that also made me laugh 
uh, Gladys says, we soar like eagles on pogo sticks. Yeah. It's like that line. When we get to... I'm all for uh, Gladys. I love Gladys. Gladys (laughs) When we get to the, uh, the kind of the port that goes across the sea, uh, we do the whole little subplot where we find the guy from the beginning of the game we sent off with the walking stick. Um, and then... Stelso. Yeah, yeah, Stelso. Um, and then basically when we get him to move on, he hands us the, 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 uh, broom. Says, hey man, I guess you're the guy sweeping the floors now. I'm going on since my wife just moved on. Is it implied that the, um, mop he used is made from the cane? He said, yeah, because he says, you know, the same thing he said. There's a compass, there's a compass in the handle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell if that was... That was the actual cane, or if he's just like repeating the same thing he said to Manny as like a, as like a not like a. I think it's supposed to assume that it's the same. Okay, that's why I was. Token I'm not. I'm not like gonna fight you on that one, but like I'm pretty sure you're supposed to assume that yeah, it's the same thing. But yeah, um, he uh, when he does that, this is the end of the year one, because you're waiting there because you're figuring that you beat Meche there. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to wait. Until you're going to wait till she gets there because uh, Rubicabra is basically has a diner. It's basically a truck stop. It's, yeah, yeah. It's literally just you like go, a port town. Yeah, you go get some food on your way on a journey. It's like the place everyone stops at. It's like the Florida Visitor Center. Mm-hmm. You go in, you grab some orange juice, grab some flyers, and then you head on down the road. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's funny that you say that because I've been that Florida <laughs> Visitor Center so many diagram times. Free orange juice. It's free orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they probably don't do that anymore, do they? Probably not. Yeah, that's sad. Of all the things we lost, the pre-orange juice is the one that will forever stick with me. In a world where we needed the vitamin C the most. <laughs> we needed it the most. <laughs> Florida has betrayed us in so many ways. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so, my don't favorite thing is, this is the best transition in this game. It's the best transition from, like, acts that I've ever seen in a game. Just, like... It's out of nowhere, and it's wonderful. Well, also it talks about, it goes back to Nick's point that Manny would be be successful if people didn't hold him down. Because, like, that's a really good point you came up with. I didn't think about that till you mm-hmm. said it. They because really drive it home. I don't know. Did we stop before watching the cutscene? I watched the cutscene. I watched the cutscene. Yeah, that really kind of drives it home. Like, once is, like, one thing. But it's like, no, this dude's just going to succeed wherever he goes. Well, like, the fact that he turns this little dino into a... Hit, like, it's Casablanca. Big, it's Casablanca. <laughs> but he turns his whole area into this like hot spot, and he's wearing the sharpest suit in the world. The white suit, smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and uh, my favorite thing is it goes back to you know you talk about like tonight's night. She's gonna be here tonight. I know she is. Uh, Gladys is playing the piano. You know, he's Sam in this yeah, whole situation. Sam. There's uh, you got employees. He had he makes. Gladys, when you talk to him, makes a romantic song about the car. Just going, bone wagon. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, when you go out, like you're just kind of walking out, doing your rounds for the night. Uh, you find Mercedes. Uh, what you yeah. think is Mercedes. You find a creepy bird. You find a creepy bird. That talks like Mercedes. Yeah. And flies to her on the boat with domino yeah domino and her are hopping on the, like the ocean lionel i think it's the that will thing. take is that just them across the sea is that just how That's carrier pigeons I... <laughs> work because it play it comes up again whenever uh you see in chapter the opening cutscene to chapter three yeah where like the bird talks so i was like is that just how carrier pigeons work the, it's not I mean, ex- it's, it's salvador's voice That's Salv- too, That's, so. those are salvador's um... so it's like out of nowhere it's like all of a sudden carrier pigeons don't look 
work the way they do on Earth. Just go with it. And Birds aren't like, real. Hey man, these these are all a bunch of skeletons and there's an elemental demon playing. I don't know piano. why. This, I don't know why this part bugged me. That, it's like, why is the bird sound like magic? It does <laughs> elevate things. Like if birds are like creepy and they talk to you like that, that's just weird. It yeah. is weird. I don't. I, ain't gonna I don't like it. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's scarier than anything that was in Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of skeletons walking around I here. Mean, you kind of got a point. <laughs> oh no, man, there was some points. When Manny turned around the Ishimura. Manny wouldn't have been on the issue more. Manny was smart enough to be like, eh, this seems like a bad idea. <laughs> like, man, I'm going to say this right now. I'm He'd be the guy off. who send the engineers. You know who's a better character than uh, Isaac? Manny. Anybody. Man. Kind of right. Anybody? <laughs> Isaac's not a good... Has a voice. I, Isaac is very emotional. I'll have you know he put his hand on his face and shook his head one oh time. <laughs> okay, you want to... I had to bring that up. Okay, I got, I, got some, I got some negative feedback about my jokes about that. Oh, no. So I, I know a couple people. They're very passionate about the Dead Space franchise. And <laughs> Is they, there a war for him shaking his head? I'll I'll poke the bear. I'll poke he the came bear. Down, all day. He was like he was he was like, hey man, for the time I remember finding that a very emotionally wrecking. And I said, For the time, I remember thinking that was kinda stupid. And there was more emotional things going on in video games at the time. Did they I have think, uh, an answer for, you know, did they not just watch the whole video? No, he did not have an answer. I said, I said, Isaac, you're telling me Isaac never watched. I know this is a grim fandango, but this is still a I mean, it just kind of It kind of wraps things up right there. He's just like, well, I have no expectations now. Also, like. My well, wife is dead. <laughs> but also, here's my question, too. Wouldn't that have been a sign that the Ishimura was in serious trouble? I would like to think so. People but they were showed themselves. Up like, <laughs> they showed up like it was no big deal. It's a big plot hole. This person got mad at me and said that I was being an, a, a freaking ass. I even said that the like in Gears of War two when you have to shoot Dom is a more emotional scene than Isaac shaking his head. Like I just don't I don't buy into this. Being That's three emotional. into Dom kills his wife. Oh yeah, he kills his wife. Gears of War spoilers, by the way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Gears of War was a franchise that went weird places, like. Gears of War like tried to be very like deep and it, I just uh, I mean my sister really cared about the Gears of War Dom story she mm-hmm. cared deeply oh. um, so you're trying to jump on this boat Mercedes <laughs> I just kind of, <laughs> yeah we're throws a bottle at your head well, oh yeah Grim Fandango where were yeah, we yeah. <laughs> um, yeah Mercedes like she throws a <laughs> bottle at your head so I'm assuming it's because uh, she's been corrupted or been told things by so has she been it's implied Domino like kidnapped her because like well, not, well, not kidnapped like I I applied like it looked like they were like together like she was happy to be with him he he was like pulling her yeah, like on that boat I, I got like, the vibe it was, he was like, like pulling her onto the boat I took that more it's as, like, like uh, uh, Popeye uh, olive oil and Pluto <laughs> stuff going on there is what I thought see I took it more <laughs> except as, like, uh, olive oil doesn't want anything to do with Popeye at that point she's mad at everybody. Yeah, I was confused why she threw the bottle at uh, Manny, but I thought that Do- that like Domino had like corrupted her and told her that Manny was like a problem trying to stop her or something. I don't know. But uh, we'll, so, we'll, we'll find out more later on, yeah, most yeah. likely about their. Oh, I mean, I imagine. Hopefully, I hope so. I hope this game wraps up its I story. Hope so <laughs> it'll be like a Halo Three, like finish the journey, Manny. Finish the fight. I want to. I want to call her duty skin. That just Manny running around. I would play the hell out of that. Um, so now our journey is to gain passage on a boat to chase after them, 
and we have a whole list of things we have to deal with to do. You have so. to join a sailors union. To join work a on union. The boat. You have to get Gladys Gladys. Needs tools, but he has his tools. You don't really. I thought you would. Be you have a to point get where him a, a, a ba- That's that's who needs the card. The card is for Gladys to be like that. He's an engineer. No, he's got a he's got a sure shot onto the boat. You he has tools. have to like prove yourself to get you know, oh, okay. and of this one guy has to call out sick. show up not work. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's like you're not gonna get him to not show up to work. He's dedicated. It's like oh, we're gonna get him. Out <laughs> um, I like how he didn't raise a question because to solve that puzzle, you need to take his dog tags and put it on a dead body and have the coroner verify the body and then call the uh, call uh, the captain. Call, call the captain and. Uh, he doesn't raise a point like I just told this guy not to show up to work and he ends up dead. I'm surprised like he's just like oh is he Manny? Yeah, she worked out Manny. Wow, and I'm just like time. why wasn't implied? What is what odd Jeez, timing? Manny. I'm surprised he didn't try to like raise a bit of suspicion and Manny was like uh who me I don't know him. <laughs> I do like also that when you go down the stairs in the uh, the in the casino he slides down the bay the banister. That's yeah. great. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Um, this is going to lead to a whole mess of puzzles. Um, long story short, as we are tracking down these items, just a couple of highlights that I really liked. I enjoyed the um, the process of getting the metal detector um, <laughs> because you just get drunk and then you have to listen to the uh, the security lady just go on and then descend into a mass of depression about her family like dynamics and it's the only time that the dialogue pops up and changes and you talk over her so like she's just going <laughs> yes, on figs nice how great figs nice <laughs> you're right yeah your mom mother's always right and you just keep going and it's just a fun little moment of like like it's kind of drunk man he's sitting there being like I just want that dumb man it's detective and it's just a fun little sequence that was like a highlight puzzle for me she's very adamant on uh uh, Carla, I think her name is. She uh, is very adamant on like strip searching Manny. Is this like a normal oh, thing they do? Uh, she wants some Manny. <laughs> she wants some Manny right there. Uh, good for Manny. Manny's keeping busy in the afterlife. I do have questions on the logistics of how that works. Um, well, I don't think he's ever gone for it because he's always like... No, I'm more concerned with how does the friskiness work if you don't have any skin. That's why he's gone for it. I don't have a penis, so... <laughs> I mean, Olivia. I mean, I'm just gonna snip that I mean, out of the Olivia, podcast. Olivia, oh, then I'll reiterate: he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> Too late. Olivia and the lawyer dude is implied to like have some romantic stuff going on for a long time, and that's so yeah. That's the whole conspiracy of this entire the establishment. The conspiracy is how are they doing that? How are they doing this man. Um, how they how do they get drunk? Yeah, how do they, they don't have livers? He yeah. operates. This is all operates on Futurama bender rules. Okay, cool. So they ride on drinking? I'm not. It's not that. I'm just saying (laughs) they can drink stuff and they can smoke cigars. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It doesn't. I don't think I've ever seen them eat. Who Bendel? Uh, well, Bender or Manny. Uh, Bender. I've seen Bender eat, but I haven't seen Manny eat. Um, this is none of this is important. Did you guys do the bit? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say I didn't. You brought up skeleton sex. (laughs) I mean, listen. I got questions, all right? I sat there for a second. I was like, why do you care, Manny, what they're doing? They ain't like they can do anything. He's just curious. <laughs> Did you guys do the bit at the nightclub where you do uh, slam poetry? Oh, my Lord. It's wonderful. <laughs> Which, she won't stop. Like, are you oh. talking about Manny? Yeah, you made it. 
Wait, Manny can do slam poetry? Yeah, you go up to the microphone and you it gives you dialogue options so that bad. you make your own slam poem, right? So this bad. is an achievement tie to this. Uh, so you, bad. you make your own slam poem and like it's just like stuff random words like the darkness in me. Drip, drip, drip. And then it ends the same way. You go as long as you want to and, ma- and then you end with the end. And then he, and then the whole uh, club just give you hisses and everything. Like, no one wants any part of it. Then you talk to Olivia again, and you say, hey, can you read me a poem? And she's like, okay. And then she goes and reads your exact poem. Like, she rips you <laughs> off. All the dialogue options, she just does everything. Like, I am the so darkness I drip, drip, drip inside me. And just, like, does that. And Manny goes, that's my poem. And she goes, ah, oh, consider, consider it an homage. That pisses me off I didn't get to do that. I was that. hoping you guys would, because that bit is so good. Just... See, I just talked to Olivia and then did the whole thing where she goes up there, and she'll go up there over and over and again and do multiple poems. Mm-hmm. But I did not do the poem. That bums me out. Uh, you do the poem. Yeah. I did not. I uh, see. <laughs> so we missed out. It's worth looking up just for it, just because Manny is very much into everything. Oh, and while she's reciting your poem, too, of course, your terrible poem, the people love it, and she... In between sections, there's a guy playing like bongos, yeah, yeah. emphasizing <laughs> fit. I um, <laughs> it's like wonderful. I like the fact that like the gambling thing they do is like cats. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like they raise cats. <laughs> um, it's implied like big cats, right? Like it's yeah, they're the, huge. Have you ever seen Coco? Are those supposed to be the um like guardians or something? Because so. like they're because in Coco there's the dog Diego who's like. Uh, the guardian dog who's huge and like painted down the sides. It looks like that cat kept in that case in the. Uh, I think that this, it's probably a reference to like Aztec afterlife stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I imagine that's why it's you know the way it is. But I really um, thought that was pretty cool. The uh, whole thing with the cat stuff and like I think it's kind of funny how it's clear that like. Manny hates cats. <laughs> and, like, there's just a dialogue point at one point when you're talking to, uh, is it Tony? Where you're like, I just gotta tell somebody, I hate cats. <laughs> it's like he's like this thing. He just oh, wrote. yeah, the uh, lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer. Yeah. Um, some fun stuff here and there, man. I like the puzzle at the tattoo parlor. Um, That's a good one, yeah. Where you, you know, you swap Getting out. into the tattoo parlor is terrible every time because you have to watch that Manny climb up the ladder and then go inside it and everything. I went there like four times, just like walking around trying dialogue stuff. And but, that's what, uh, I had to go there because that's where it screwed up. The, the, the order of things screwed up on me. Really? Um, so when you do the last puzzle where you have to do the uh, the ticket, uh-huh. uh, first of all, there's two ticket windows. I did not know that. I kept oh. going to the ticket window and the guy kept being like, we don't have hats for cats. Or something like that. Oh, and he's yeah. like, oh, this is a Charlie original or something because yeah. he knows it's like a ripoff. Yeah, and like I, do, like I did not know there was two ticket windows. So I had to like, I did that for like 20 minutes until somebody, I went on YouTube and looked it up and somebody walked over there and all the comments were like, there's two ticket windows? Like, you know, <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I didn't know there was two ticket windows. Um, but... You have to go back to the tattoo parlor and show him the piece of paper that um, Lola Alula gives you. Um, if you don't, then yeah. you trigger the appropriate uh, cat photo that has the photo of the the lawyer with the uh, 
you know, it won't trigger the photo. Right, because then that leads you to uh, where Lola is, where she's been, you don't see the Sprouser, but she's being sprouted, where you get, like, that last piece of the puzzle. And then it leads you to um, uh, Lupe's coat check system, yeah. which throughout the whole chapter, whenever you go back to her, like, she's just like, please let me tell you about this check, this coat check system. I'm very proud of it. So it's implied <laughs> she gives you a picture of an item that kind of sounds like your coat and then a number on top of that, I think is how her system works. But I think it's implied it's supposed to be as terrible as possible. I think that, but no, it's very organized. She found the right code. She did find the right code after like some goofy cartoon sound effects of her under the table trying to find it. Man, listen, I think it's a high quality system. I think she's going above and beyond. I thought That's the joke a, was that it's exactly how like a code check works, where she just gives you a number and then you give the number back when you want the coat back. And then she walked like for like days or just like a basic <laughs> coat check about system. This it's the equivalent of being like, guys. I have this amazing plan, all right? We are going to shut the lights off when we leave to save electricity. It's, the same, it's that kind of idea, like someone just really proud of a simple solution. I could see that. I could see that being the answer. Um, this whole section was really fun. I enjoyed this section. Um, I think this is the most stylish that the game has been so far. Um, I, I think Manny is at his best here. Because um, he, uh, we were talking a lot about Manny's like uh, growth and how he like ends up like with his own like successful business here. But he has a lot of everyone knows Manny Manny Calavera in this section. Like he leaves he left an impression on everybody throughout this year. Even like people who seem like initially like out of their league and too cool for him, Olivia knows him and they like kind of spar a bit. Like I almost bought your bar. Well, I thought about buying yours. And he's like, keep it. I'm leaving town. I'm skipping town, darling. Johnny Law. <laughs> says, I like I'm this. bad news. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a great line. He just goes down these rabbit holes of, <laughs> of being like trying to book like You say that every night that you're leaving. Well, also, everybody knows that he's waiting on Mercedes mm-hmm. because like people will reference like uh, the guard at the security checkpoint. He's like, you're just still waiting on that one guard. No wonder she never comes. Like, it's clearly like people kind of know him. Like, he's, he's friendly with a lot of people. Um, one thing that I really kind of dig about this whole section also is it feels like a really kind of a large space. It's not really that big of a space. It loops around it on itself, which is nice. It loops around well enough. And that also makes it kind of easy to navigate the space. You don't have to ride the elevator up and down every oh, time. Like God. you initially thought, you just have to walk around. Yeah. yeah, you think you would at the beginning, but it doesn't. Because like when you're up in the... Um, what is, yeah. You know, there's like pathways up there that evolve you not having to do that. Once you get a set, walk around the space, the whole space like one time, you get a sense for everything and kind of can figure out where things are. Like you don't... There was never a moment where I'm like, oh, jeez, where's that thing again? And Manny, with the run, moves pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So like I felt like if I... Ne- I was like, oh man, no, I need to go. First thing I did was how, when how slow Manny walked, I hit every trigger going, there's yep. a run here somewhere. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah, because there's no like intro control scheme. Like hit it, Y to pour something out of your code. There's no tutorial. Like it just throws you in. It's like, here you yeah, go. Yeah, there's no tutorial in this game at all. Um, I cannot imagine trying to beat this game um, like when it came out. If you did this in 90... Well, they had, like, Game Facts in 98, right? 
Um, I'm sure they did. Yeah, oh yeah, Zelda, Zelda, multiple Zeldas were out. Like Ocarina of Time was a big thing around this time. So. But I would make a defense that those games are more straightforward to understand. They certainly are. <laughs> this, That's fair. Like, like okay, like some of the puzzles make sense. Like use the can opener on the uh, the wine basin thing. Like that kind of made some sense to me. After you lock the guy in, like you do in Tomb Raider. I wonder if that's a reference. Like, in, is it Tomb Raider 2? You have the open, yeah. like, mansion. The and... mansion is, like, your training ground area. Yeah. And then you have this, like, old... Um, the old man, he farts butler. all the time. He, does he? He farts all the time. I don't remember that. Bit he just Raider. walks around and farts all the time. My friend, like, that was the only thing he showed me about that. It's the only thing <laughs> I've ever seen about Tomb Raider is there's this old man, you can jump on his head, and he farts all the time. And then there's Ventel that you can unlock a, a skin where she doesn't wear any clothes. But that's, that's, a, that's never that's proven. Not true. Never proven. Yeah, young Eric. Never proven. You're holding on hope. You're, holding, you're like one day they'll find it. <laughs> These like big two pixel boobs are not really what they're holding on to. To a child. Yeah, I mean no. Don't get me wrong. At the time, I was super pumped up about yeah. that. That's the EGM bullshit. What that is. <laughs> All right, so. EGM had like this uh, section where it was rumors, and it became known like multiple years after it was over with. Their April Fool's pranks were legendary. Well, but okay, the April Fool's pranks was legendary, but it became known also that the rumor section, because it was this massive part of the magazine, and then for a while there, there was like a tickle tape that went throughout the magazine on the bottom, mm-hmm. that each page had like a different rumor or different things they'd been hearing. And like, when you're producing, like, old EGMs are, like, these books, like, phone books that came out every month. Like, it became very well known that they just started making shit up. <laughs> so, like, a lot of stuff that became, like, people truly believed were because EGM was just, like, shit, man, we need 20 more pages worth of fake rumors. The, uh, the All Bonds cheat from GoldenEye, the uh, Alcatraz in... Um... Grand Theft Auto 3, I think those were all like... Um, I think those are... Those were, uh, I want to say those are April Fool's. I know gotcha. like the... Uh, Shin Long from Street Fighter 2 is a major April Fool's. The, that the new Legend of Zelda was going to be the realistic looking. This is before realistic, like quote unquote looking Zelda. Uh-huh. That, that was an April Fool's joke that actually ended up being true like a few years later. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bunch of like you could unlock uh, blood in Street Fighter and stuff like that. It was, but there was a lot of like that was the April Fool stuff, and they knew that was like you knew that on the April Fool, the April issue to look for something like that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm talking like in the September issue in the like rumor section, they just make shit up because they <laughs> knew they didn't have anything. Also, there was this guy named like he was like uh, something ninja or something was like the guy who was like running the. The, the the dark sheet in the back of the <laughs> the back of the magazine and they're like yeah that guy wasn't real he was just all of us we just all used that name anytime we wanted to make something up or we didn't know if something was true or not That's we're fantastic. all something ninja we're all something ninja please don't say that because ninja's <laughs> gonna like come file a copyright claim on us him bring and it his, on bring it on blue hair do you know we let's not piss off ninja okay let's do let's not <laughs> piss off ninja he's got like an army of like Fortnite flossing kids that were going to come after our butts. 1v1 me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the fastest edits. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I would bring it on, Ninja. We'll we'll take you on. We're going to lose. Our ass is going to get Is he he back on Twitch? He might have Amazon's lawyers behind him. That's a path I don't want to go down. Okay. I'm pretty sure his wife is a lawyer, too. Oh, man. We're we're really going to go well. 
This is really gonna go well for us. We're gonna, we just pissed off the number one king of the freaking video game. Pixexes only, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this, this we gotta stop recording late at night because now we're picking fights with like the king of video gamers. Um, so you get the union card. You get the union. <laughs> no. But there's some good stuff here, man. I like um, I like the conversation between Manny and the lawyer, just in like the VIP room and everything. Yeah. Just like they obviously have a rapport. Like it's like a kind of he's a dirtbag, but it's kind of like a rivalry there. Well, he's a, a dirtbag, but so is Manny, kind of. You know, kinda, like, yeah. like it's like you don't respect, you don't rule Rubicabra without some dirty hands. Yeah. Um, the kind of the way you get out of this whole thing is that you. Uh, you trigger a the you kind of reveal the big boss of the place. What is his name? Uh, Max. Uh, Max. Because that's who you show um, that the lawyer yeah. is is having an affair with his girl, mm-hmm. and you uh, basically that's how you get the guy who you uh, started the communist. Yeah, you blackmail with. him into helping lawyer a bunch of worker bees who want a revolution. <laughs> but like the true way you actually in the chapter is you go up to your office and you like rig the roulette table and oh that was that, another puzzle that made no sense that made no sense <laughs> at all like i would have never got that but uh the police shut you down and they run you out of town it's like manny had a escape plan in order like i'm just gonna burn this <laughs> burn this place to the ground it no, really is no one's building off of my success <laughs> But, it's, um, it's, it's like, it's like oper- it's op- you know I hate raiding businesses, but <laughs> it's like it's like Batman's Operation Nightfall or something. Like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna blow this. When thing in up. doubt, blow up the <laughs> blow up Wayne Manor. Uh, but uh, so Manny and Gladys they get on a boat. Uh, end of year two, and we do. I did watch the cutscene for year three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Manny is now captain of the boat. Like and now he smokes a pipe. He smokes a pipe instead of cigarettes. Because that's what pirates um, do. And you are approaching your destination. You're about to get boarded by customs. But you're like, hey, what's the big deal? I got nothing. And then you get a message from Salvador with a creepy pigeon being like, hey, assassins. assassins. Customs agents. Oh, my God. The timing on that was perfect. (laughs) Yeah, because it's literally like he does like four lines of being like, we don't have anything to worry about. We're completely legit. And then the bird like reiterates it to him in the exact same like verbiage. He's just like, they're going to come on. Don't let these custom guys come out because they're actually like they're going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) A really good cliffhanger for chapter three. Like assassins, customs agents is... a tell, wonderful, a wonderful sentence in general. I would have, I tell you right now, I would have, I would have hated to stop playing this at the forest. That that's the only section in these two chapters I would have cut. The forest stuff is unnecessary in my mind. Um, it's meant to imply the treacherous journey between the city of the Eighth Underworld and Rubicabra. Yeah, how but every. Like, how like it's perilous but there's a better way you could have made more interesting puzzles out of that rather than place a sign down or do this exact same fire extinguisher sequence three times yeah it's just <laughs> not uh, fun i uh i i i really like this game but man <laughs> the four sections rough the fire extinguisher one confuses me because could you have actually get into that section without fire extinguisher no, because you need the fire extinguisher. Well, you auto- it automatically the... grabs the fire didn't... extinguisher. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's from the. Uh... Whenever you rig the mail system, we didn't talk yeah. about it, but there's a bit where you uh, 
rig the mail system so that way that's where you get uh, Meche's file because it wasn't going to Meche wasn't going to you. It was you. Uh, you get it's her. It's on a domino and yeah, you, like, you domino. intercept it. Yeah, yeah. You should have never been Meche's agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed this game. Like I like Manny a lot. Manny's a character I really, really have enjoyed. Um, it's like the adventure games this and life is strange that we played have the most like robust and well thought out characters because that's what the the attraction is yeah absolutely you know life is strange is the evolution of this genre Mm -hmm. but it's a lot better of a puzzle design in life is strange because it's not really even puzzles at that point it's more like there's some puzzles yeah but not many and they're kind of they're easy under they're easy to figure out what you need to do and they're this is very much of a time. Mm. I try not to hold that against it, but boy, I would have never completed this without the god. I didn't. Um, I stopped two years ago, or yeah. five how, years ago, playing this game. How far did you get? I got to the very beginning of the Rubicabra stuff. You got through the Petrified Forest? I got through the Petrified Forest. How? I don't remember. I was like, I don't remember the answers to these puzzles at all. Did I just bang my head against the wall? Do you think it's just a point where where you just got it on the first try somehow? Because like like the the balloon stuff, like... Like, I would have never known to take two I, of the balloons. I think it was a bit where I looked up stuff occasionally or just, like, scrolled through a YouTube... I think I was playing along with a YouTube video and was, like, not even, like, paying attention to stuff where I was like, all right, next thing, next you're thing. You're a smart guy, To the Michael. point where I was like, I'm not having fun, but... Michael, you're a smart guy. I think we all are a little, you know, capable people, mm-hmm. but uh, you had to have something, man, because I can I was, tell you right now, some of these are just... There's, they, no there's no logic. I, I believe I was scroll. Now that I'm thinking about it, I believe I was scrolling along with a YouTube video playing the game, and I was like, "That's the the point where I was like, I'm not having fun." And then years, all this time later, I'm actually enjoying playing with like a paper guide, just because it gives me. I think the guide is also the one you. Once again, I forgot to put it in the last episode. I, I screwed up on mm. that one. We mentioned Euro Gamer Guide for yeah, the people. Yeah, it's the Euro Gamer Guide. I'm on. We're gonna, gonna spell out the URL right now. <laughs> www. You forgot HTTP. We gotta go back. HTTP. HTTPS, bro. You gotta keep it. Jesus, man. Um, we pit. Okay, let's just recap this episode. We pissed off Ninja. We have pissed off Zelda fans. Dead Space fans. We pissed off Dead Space fans. And now I've let the listeners down by not providing the very critical. God. I also just want to throw it out there. I don't know why I said that his wife was a, like a lawyer. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> was it just you the just scariest threw that out? Yeah, I don't. I thought you know. I think she's like his business manager. I think that's right. I don't know. I don't a go. Man in, with blue I don't hair go into can't. the politics of people who or the Here's a, business structure of the people who make funny videos on YouTube. I mean, everybody could be their own is, lawyer, is, though, right? So is, is, I mean, I guess I'm right. <laughs> Is he really that funny? Also? But you have to pass the bar. No, that, that's only you to represent right. other people. Yeah, oh. You can represent yourself. It's a bad idea. But it's like almost know. like a like you instant lose. I watched a YouTube video one time. A guy, he was on. Um, he was going to represent himself, and the judge goes like he looks at him. He goes, "Listen, I know that you probably saw on TV somewhere this." He goes, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> and the guy's like, you don't know. You don't know if it's going to be a good idea. He goes, you're, you're being trialed. Like, I'm going to be the one judging your trial. 
And he goes, you don't know, man. It's my jury of my peers. He goes, yes, I'm your peer here. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you this, <laughs> this is, is a, a bad, bad idea. idea. <laughs> and he's like, you don't know, man. You don't know how this is going to go. And he's like, I think I kind of do. <laughs> but I need to find this. It's a good video. We're gonna like, I've never, ever had somebody represent themselves and like win the case. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's like, I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to go. Um, I I kind of hope we, if we do piss off Ninja, I imagine this the listens on this are going to go through the roof. I mean, controversy, man, Netflix. controversy. Controversy makes cash. <laughs> go, go. That's oh, what right, be let's on go, your gimmick. Let's go all in. Let's go all in. Last Jedi is a great movie. <laughs> Fuck the internet, man. We're gonna burn it down. <laughs> just middle. We're gonna be the Steve Austin's of video game podcast. It's just going, oh my god, that's State of the Saves music. <laughs> Can we please do a glass shatter whenever one of us has a hot take? Oh, man. <laughs> and then just, it just, I was like, oh, man. It just, every time, like, you'll be on this the streams. This game's bad. You'll be on the streams, like, Ninja's up there, like, making his millions, doing, uh, playing Fortnite and stuff, and then all of a sudden the glass shatters, and it's like, oh, no, it's State of the Save. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he doesn't even know we exist. I need to reiterate <laughs> that we're recording this late. <laughs> uh, okay, this was good. Final thoughts on the uh, this section. I love the characters. I love the story. I love the presentation of everything that this game has done so far. And I'm very much in to see where the story goes. But yeah, I'm absolutely glad I'm trying to work my way through this game with a guy this time just because man i really like it nick final final thoughts on this video game and she left glottis in the woods he is the kind of like uh, what's the mr is it mr what is the character there was a character in like thundercats i'm gonna watch that no oh, i didn't watch oh, that what what what's that guy's name it's like something it's like Zarf or something, something, something like. But there was like an editor note, like after season one, whether like he's the money maker, <laughs> like he's the money maker. Anytime he's not on screen, somebody needs to be asking what Zarf is. Like Jar Jar like, Binks. Wait, he's the key to all of this. Oh, you want to watch? <laughs> you want to watch a moment? Yeah, there's a moment where you can watch uh, George Lucas tell <laughs> Steven Spielberg about Jar Jar Binks he's like he's just an emotional heart of this movie people are gonna love him he's the key to everything he's the key to everything and Steven Spielberg one of our like most celebrated directors he's sitting there he's like George I think that's great man that's great and like it is the most like the train is coming the lights are bright, <laughs> going bright and these two men have no clue they're about to get ran over um, there was a bit in the uh Phantom Menace documentary where they are all of the people in Skywalker Ranch are watching the initial cut of Phantom Menace and after it's done it's like silence in the room for like 10 seconds and then one of the editors speaks up it's a little bit slow in the second half (laughs) (laughs) it was the first line I think that like you know somebody knew somebody knew I like that everybody always knows everybody always knows and they never say anything because they're scared. They're, like, ca- they're going to cash that check and then they're never going to talk about it people, again. People, it's... Whenever you're given, like, a blank check to success with, like, 
We're going way off topic here. We're like George Screw Lucas it, goes man. with them. We're like George Lucas goes with them. We're right on time. This is our this, latest this, episode yet. This stay the same, man. You hear the last break? You don't know where we're going. You gotta know about we might be flipping off Ninja. We may be flipping off George Lucas. You don't know where the hell State of the Same is coming from. If you take our 75% talking about Jar Jar Binks and your 89% of pissing ninja off that's a 130 percent chance that this is gonna be a good episode hell yeah oh man beers come flying out of nowhere here uh wait a minute this was just a point against to talk about wrestling nick go back go back uh, we, we, we we're too deep talk about wrestling wrestling my father still calls it wrestling like he's a fairly educated man but anytime he talks about wrestling it's still like yeah, you see that wrestling last night? It's like, oh my god, dude. I had a forty-five minute like discussion with myself this morning while I was doing my my job, and just preemptively, if we ever decided to talk about wrestling today. What was your plan? I don't really remember most of it, but like, it's wrestling. It's not wrestling. Like your dad is right. No, it's wrestling. Right. It's say, wrestling. I guess. It's wrestling. Wrestling is a sport that that kids do in high school. You son of a bitch! Don't you dare not call wrestling a sport. Have you seen the amazing motions these people play? Oh, I'm not saying. So no. for part two of Grim Fandango, we're going to be playing the rest of this game. Uh, Grim Fandango. See, again, you, you guys should have known what you were in for when we started off just kind of being like, please, hey, everybody, it's something going on. We've it's, it's These late night episodes are hit or miss. Um, part two of Grim Fandango will be just the rest of the game. And then we will. <laughs> That's why I just said that. <laughs> yeah, but it gotta come from me. When it comes to me, it's official. Mm. You, they're like, I don't know if I can trust that Michael guy. But if it you're comes the to one me, who tells me to map out the game, I'm the voice of reason. <laughs> oh man, well, letting our is... power structure known in this episode. Yeah, inside <laughs> baseball. Jobs and stuff. Inside baseball. Uh, That's what no. happens when we're light on time. You'll never know what you're gonna get. You never know. <laughs> yeah, man. Can you start the podcast off with the breaking glass and the Steve Austin theme song? I will. I will find a way to put that in somewhere. Okay, I promise. You. I appreciate it. Do you want me to cut this bit out where we're talking about? No, it no. I want it, it in here. It's always. I want it in Nothing's here. Nothing's leaving this. <laughs> Just mark this time down for another breaking glass. Yeah. <laughs> right now. One, two, three. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh man! If this got to Ninja, I would be so happy. I'd be so happy. Of course you would, because that's like a million more views. It's a million listens. We would wake up and we all our phones would just have been like it crashed due to the listen count, and then all the hatred comments would just be like at the max. Oh hey, lawsuits! I'm not scared. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not scared. Um, one of us is. I'm scared to death. That little blue-haired man. That little blue-haired goblin. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just said I wanted to play games with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that I would beat him. Okay. 1v1 in Minecraft survival mode, apparently. Or No, I just said pickaxes only. I, no scoops. I'm old. I no scoops on Rust. <laughs> no scoops on, uh, on Nuketown, fool. No scoops. Um, Grim Fandango Part 2 would just be to the end of the game. Uh, we're also going to be announcing our next game. Uh, once again, we're going to make our plea one more time. We started off begging you. We're going to come back begging you again. Uh Tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your mom's friends. Say there's a bunch of young gentlemen who would love if she would listen to the state of the save. Um, 
Go on iTunes, give us five-star reviews. It helps. I know that this is the plea that every single podcast, YouTube or Ninja, everybody's begging you for, but you know, it really helps small podcasts out. It helps small um, stuff out. Small streamers like Ninja. Small streamers. He's small. You got to help the little guy every once in a while by giving him a shout. He is a little guy. Um (laughs) Yes. I haven't said anything. I'm trying to help the guy. I'm trying to perpetuate. Double down. I'm trying to perpetuate the rival. Controversy creates cash. You don't have to um, call him little. I mean, it's accurate though. Um, <laughs> man, this, I mean, even I'm like uh, I'm taking it too far, but I feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't. man, controversy creates cash. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, uh, just tell people. Uh, the more you get it out there, the better. We uh, would love to hear feedback. Um, we've had a lot of great feedback, had a lot of great um, information. Stateofsave at gmail.com is the email address. We are very active on the Reddits. We have a Twitter page, and we're going to get that moving. Uh, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Bertle. <laughs> no, hey, we're, we're I, I'm, moving. I'm, I'm making posts. No, I'm saying I don't, I'm not getting likes on those posts, but I'm making them. <laughs> Listen, man, we're trying to get the people motivated. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. It's been a fun episode. Uh, boy, Michael this, just shook his head no. Michael, <laughs> I think Michael's a little gun shy about that. Michael's the guy who edits these shows, mm. and I'm looking at the time right now. We're like an hour and twenty eight minutes, give or take. Well, we'll we'll be at 45 by the time it makes yeah, it's going to be a 45 minute episode and just like for no reason it's just going to be like so Grim Fandango and then it's going to cut to and that would stay the same <laughs> and you're going to have like a Michael's going to have a voiceover and like in this time this audio was lost in the storm how weird about that how hey weird. guys sorry but uh... or it's just like it cuts to a black screen and it just goes like 27 minutes later uh, but thank it's you. It's a guys. podcast. It's all a black screen. There's no, no screen. We have a logo. Don't you know, man? Don't you look at the logo? I do look at the logo. Good. <laughs> Best episode ever. Y'all stay safe out there. Say bye, Nick. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick.